Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Father, worthy is your name, O Lord, my Master. We are worthy to come before you, O Father. For your presence, O Lord, my Master, God is awesome, O Lord. And we know, Father, of God, at times like this, O Father, as you manifest, O Lord, my Master, O God, glorious and wonderful things, O Father, and miraculous things, O Father, of God, you do in our midst, O Lord. We pray, O Father, of God, touch us from the top of our heads, O Father, to the bottom of our feet, O Lord, and you will restore us back to your glory, O Lord. O Father, for the sick, O Lord, my Master, O Lord, we shall be healed, O Lord. Oh, Father, Lord, for those that need your guns, oh, Father, of oh, God, to be restored, oh, Father, you will restore them, oh, Lord. For those that need your touch, oh, Lord, my master, oh, God, to be refreshed, oh, Father, of oh, God. We thank you, Father, oh, God, for the hand that touches, oh, Lord, my master. We thank you, Father, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray, oh, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We are all welcome to the house of the Lord. Amen. And the songwriter said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Sometimes when we say the house of the Lord, Amen. We don't seem to perhaps understand what we mean by going to the house of the Lord. Amen. Going to the house of the Lord. Is deepen yourself within your spirit, amen. Deepen yourself within your spirit, amen. amen. To go to where you were formed and have a deeper interaction of the powers that be is a house, amen. amen. When they, 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 they encapsulate you into that house, it's like a wind that blows. You know, if you've been to the seas, I mean, you really. If you know how it takes, what it takes to really to, to, to drown, you see that it's like a whirlwind, it blows you like that. And when the Spirit of the Lord blows you, there is so much, amen. And that is why it will be glad you've been into the house of the Lord, amen. Amen. We thank God for being here, amen. We are still talking about um, our purpose, Amen. I think we are on, our, our, on um, what we've been resourced with, amen? And um, you remember that, can we, can we put that one up please? Um, we, we've discussed some of the resources we have. One had been the Holy Spirit proud to that. We've discussed the fact that um, who, who has been called, we realize that we've all been called, amen? So as I stand here, I have been called. As you sit there, you have been called, amen? So it's not, it's not only the pastor who is called. Sometimes it's, it's a deception, you know, everything maybe is the pastor who is called. The pastor is not called. The pastor is only fulfilling a part of the ministry. Amen? Amen. And, and maybe that is my, my, my area of calling to, 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 to maybe preach. But that is not the only gift that had been given in the body of Christ. Amen. One is to preach, two is to teach. And um, I mean, there are so many other things that have been added into the body. Amen. So, so as, as we all sit and I stand, I am only fulfilling mine, amen, which is just part of the calling, and, 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 and we all have our calling, amen. 
So, so we've established the fact that we've all been called, um, and we were trying to well, if we've been called, and who has called us? Amen. And um, we are saying that um, our our God, who created us, has has called us. Now, um, I, I want to talk a bit about our God, who has created us. Um, I, 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 we sent out an assignment to the young people, and. Um, I was reading through their scripts and I realized that we, we, there are certain areas that we have to really you know, emphasize on and talk about and continue to talk about. Amen. Now, there is, there is a clear distinction between um, um, the, 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 the spirit of God and the, the spirit of man. Amen. And what, what I mean is that if I say the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is the Spirit that was existing in the beginning. And for, for those of us who had really gone back to the beginning to sort of read the, the, the Bible from Genesis um, 1 coming down, you would realize that there was the Spirit of God that was hovering one way or the other, isn't it? And, and that is, the, 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 we call it the primary Spirit. So from there on, then every other Spirit would then be a, sub, a subset of um, the primary Spirit. Now, what I mean is that I don't want to make it much more mathematical, but I'll say, I'll say it in mathematical terms first. We have what we call the universal set and then the subsets. Uh, the universal means an English word. So if you say universal, it means that general, every, isn't it? It covers every, every spectrum more or less. And if we say a sub, a sub then is just a miniature of the universal or a part of the universal. So basically, we, we have to realize as humans that when we talk about the spirit of God, then that is the universal spirit. Now, the universal spirit in itself has also created some spirits. Amen. And, and why, why can I say that? I can say that uh, 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 the Bible said that he created them in, 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 in what? In his image. And then if you look at the image we are talking about, the image we are talking about is, is, is in spiritual form. So invariably, if it's in spiritual form, then, then if they created us in that image, then they've created us in the image of the Spirit of God. Amen. I, 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 what I'm describing now has something to do with flesh. Amen. If I say it has nothing to do with flesh, it, it is not at the point where um, God had then said that they would use the clay to then form us one way or the other. Do you get the point? So, so I'm trying to draw the, the, the distinction there. That yes, we were we were in the spirit of God. That was the first spirit that was formed, right? And then from there, it didn't end from the spirit. Then God put that spirit into a, 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 a container, more or less. And then the container is what you see as the flesh. Amen. So, so I want us to clearly realize that if we talk of who has called us, we are talking about the, the universal spirit who is drawing the subset of the spirits to itself. Now, how then can you get the, 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 the universal? You get the universal if you put all the, 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 the elements of the subsets together. So let's see if we have... Mathematical um, again. Here it goes. Um... <laughs> If, if, if you take um, Julie, I'll, I'll, I'll make it, I'll, it's mathematical, but I'll make it much more practical. That's where we are. Amen. Um, if you take Julie, Julie is the second child of um, um, the house of uh, Bishop, isn't it? 
But then if you look at Bishop, and then you have um, our mother, uh, Mama Helen, right? And then you have um, Debbie, Deborah. Then you have Julie. And then you have um, Becky. And then you have um, my sister who is in the US. You have Sarah. And then you have uh, Matthew, my beloved uh, young man. And then you have uh, Nathaniel, isn't it? Six. So if you look at the six, the, the universal that I'm talking about is got to do with the top hierarchy, isn't it? So if you look at the universal, you see who and who first. You see, without um, the without Bishop and Mama Helen, you wouldn't have the substance. You wouldn't have um, the children. So invariably, that's what I'm talking about. You have the top, which is um, God the Father, and then the Trinity up there. And then their children, in terms of their children, I want to talk about in terms of the example I'm giving, right, is then the children of God. So if you look at Mama Helen, then you are looking at the offspring from Mama Helen, and then that's where you see Debbie, Julie, and then the other children as well, isn't it? Now, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's what we call the universal and the subsets. So they will call their children. So if Mama Helen is referring to her children, she's referring to Debbie, Julie, um, Becky, and then um, Sarah, Matthew, and then Matt. Okay? Now, it's the same thing. When God is referring to his children, God is referring to us as the children. Now, if you look at the family of um, Auntie Helen now, it has, it has really gone beyond the first generation. It's gone now into today. Now I have grandchildren. So if you are not bringing the family together, you are no more bringing, uh, let's say, about 20 years back, it will only be the first and then the second. Now, if you look at 20 years down the line, now you are looking at then the first, second, and then the third, right? So the third, you have the, 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 the genelles and that kind of stuff coming out to, to be then the third. So if you, are, if you are putting up the family together, now it's what? Many more than before. Now, that's the same thing with God, one way or the other. You look at the top, and then with time, as time goes on, as I are counting your ages, and I say you are growing and growing, God is also growing and expanding. So even that's how then you see many more children of God, one way or the other, coming here on earth. So it's not, it's not like anything too far from us. It's, it's within us. Now, what you are realizing is that as, as long as we are also having families, God is also having families. Do you get it? As long as we are having families, right? As long, when you become a, a grandmother or a grandfather, right? You are still expanding the, 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 the family of God, more or less. So then God is also having many more children. So you can just imagine if God was there from the beginning. No, no, of course. Then God will be a father, right, of many children. Now, what I'm saying is that then the collection of the children, right, will then be the attributes of the father. So that's what I'm trying to explain here. So you have the, the, the spirit of God. Now the spirit of God is then giving birth to many more spirits. Amen. And, and the many more spirits, we can find that spirit in us as humans. Amen. Now, but because most of the time, what you see outward, right, is what looks pleasing to the eye, you then always see the flesh. And the flesh looks pleasing to the eye. Now, if you look at the spirit, at the point where the spirit was created, there was, there was no flesh in there. So it is the spirit who then deals us as spirits. So it gets to a point where we say like for life, isn't it? There are areas where spirits will have to interact with spirits, and then flesh will have to interact with flesh, one way or the other. And, and, and that is where the, the battle really then lies. How to be able to distinguish between fleshly areas where flesh then talks to flesh, right? And then areas where the spirit talks to spirit. We, we, our, our first song we, we sang earlier on, it's a very powerful song. Amen. Um, 
It's a father to child. Father to child. And then from there, spirit to spirit. Are you getting it? So, so we are talking about elements of areas where you have father talking to father. And then, and then and, sorry, father talking to son. Now, how is father talking to son? If, if father is relating to father in, in, in the spirit of the father, then there will be a spirit of the son. So the spirit of the father then will relate to the spirit of the son. So you are father to father, spirit to spirit. Now, these are areas where worldly issues then begins to sort of have challenges. We need to identify and realize that the moment you give birth to a child, right, is, is, is then a continuation of giving birth to a spirit. That would then exist in the form of a flesh and then a spirit. So when we are talking about um, who has called us, we are talking about who is the originator of the spirit. And when he calls, he calls the spirit. So I want us to realize that we need to be conscious of the fact that God has called us. And, and you might not realize it because in the fleshly areas, we are also being called as well. Now, now, Areas where fleshly calls can easily be identified, right? Is the fact that um, you want to work. And, and you realize that if you're not working, you're not eating. Life becomes much more difficult. Because what life then takes is a resource called, let's say, a, a, a money. And if you don't have that money in your hands one way or the other, then it makes it very difficult for you to feed yourself. And then you realize that if you continue, not, if you, if you continue in, that, in that way, you will starve yourself one way or to death. That means the, 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 the flesh will cease to exist. But I'll tell you what, the flesh will cease to exist. But then the spirit within you doesn't cease to exist. Amen. And, and, and those are areas where I want us to draw clear distinctions, more or less. So, so we, we said that if you've been called, you've been called from your spirit, which, which should then, then transform into the flesh. And then the call will then be manifested through the fleshly, um, let's say, what do you call it? Fleshly um, obedience to who has called. So if, if spirit is calling to spirit, then you realize that there will be a spirit which will be activated within a human, which then re responds to the call of the spiritual being who is calling. Amen. That is the father of spirits. Amen. The father of spirits is, is the living God. Amen. And I think we need to make that small point quite clear. Now, we say that if God has called us, then God has given us a, a resource. Amen. Now, one of the resources that God has given us is the power of the Holy Spirit. And what the Holy Spirit does, we said, I mean, from, the, from what we've said so far, is the fact that it gives us a level of, of, of play field. A level of play field in the sense that it gives us the corridor to be able to have a, a kind of communication interaction with the Father of Spirits. Amen. So when we are able to get the Holy Spirit, then it helps us to have a fellowship with the, with the Spirit, which is the supreme being. Amen. Now, if you lose that part, you become much more um, fleshy, and you have a Spirit which is not activated by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it, ma it makes communicating with the Father in itself very, very difficult. Amen. If you read the Bible carefully, Moses said, uh, 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 God said to Moses, I would, I, would, I would call you to myself. And I, you know one thing that fascinates me? When he said that to Moses, he didn't even, when that was said to Aaron, Aaron didn't really worry about it at all. 
And, and, and I was I was I was getting into it a bit more to clearly understand why why they were not. I mean, the same thing was said to Moses, and Moses wasn't worried about at all. They were told that they would be called. So they should put some few things in place, one way or the other. And they never went back to God to pray about it and say, no, extend my life. So I was asking myself, were they really tired? I was like, it's like, are they really like tired of God? And you know, I had an intuition that they are not really tired of God. They, they said, I am calling you to myself. They were working for God. They were actually working for God. And God is saying that now is a time when now you are working for me, but now you are no more going to work on earth for me, but I'm bringing you back to myself for you to see what the work really entails from out there and not from the ground there. So they were not moved at all. Now, what I'm saying is that I'm, calling, I'm talking about that which is going to separate them from their people. And God said to Moses, Moses, you know what? You have the spirit, so call the others and then I will distribute it from your spirit into them. Amen. God is not saying, I'm putting a new spirit. Watch it carefully. He did not put a new spirit in Joshua. No. He said, you know what? Call them. Assemble them. And the spirit I have in you, I will take it, your spirit in you and I will distribute to the people you call and bring them before me when you are gone. And that tells us that there is a replication of spirit and there is a replication of the power of the spirit within men that is given by God. So when God calls, he puts his spirit inside you. And the spirit I'm talking about, the spirit he put in Moses to say that, well, when you are going, you are not leaving your people comfortless. Jesus said, I am not leaving you comfortless, but I will, I will replicate the spirit that is in you back into mankind. And when God is calling you, God is calling you to say that if I have put the spirit in you, then I need you also to stand firm and be able to replicate that same spirit into the offspring that I'm bringing along. So we have been called. We have been called. We have been called. Amen. Now, the calling of God brings a certain level of hope. And as he was working with the Israelites at that point, he was establishing, he called them my first nation. He was establishing, let's say, a miniature of, 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 of the universe, more or less. That's a small set of what needs to happen. Now, what, 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 what he was doing there is just setting an example for others to follow. The people should know, that human should know that when you are working with me, this is the way I want you to work with me. In a sense, like establishing, let's say, um, 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 a job, one way or the other. In our, in our workplaces, when you go there, you know, we have policies and procedures and all that kind of stuff. And it's the same thing God is doing. God is only establishing that kind of policy and procedures that we need to work with. And as long as that is going to do with men, then that policy and procedures will be tried and tested on men. So even in the first nation and the first house is the Israelites that he was working to try and see carefully that humans will have to follow a certain pattern and they will go through that pattern. They will have an example every now and then to look up to. Real in the form of humans as well. So we have to repeat it to say that uh, uh, see the resemblance in the way God then worked with the Israelites and say, well, if God was working with humans in this form, then that's the same way God worked with me as a human being as well. So this is the form I, I need to go through to also conform. Sometimes in this life we say to you that it was for the Israelites, so what is it got to do with us? It's a deception of the enemy. Whatever you are doing is a it's just a replication of what God had done before. The Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. So if you think today we are doing something new, which is becoming something new, right? And that is then taking us away from God because we are doing something new that God has to know. It's a deception from the enemy. And it's a big lie. And your eyes should be open to see. Amen. 
So if you look at that manuscript that has been written in terms, the, in, in terms of the policies and procedures, that needs to be followed. If you don't follow the policies and procedures of your workplace, you will be dismissed from your workplace. Amen. And now you think it's normal. You go through the, the human rights kind of thing, and then you go to the unions and say that I have been unfairly dismissed. But you've forgotten that you're not following the policies and procedures of the company. And they've laid it quite, quite clean. And the policy, of the, uh, the policy and the procedures is always written in the book and it's pasted somewhere. So when you are given that job, one way or the other, it will be given to you too as well. And it's the, it, 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 it's the code of the company, one way or the other. Now you realize that recently, I mean, some members of the police are being prostituted here and there. It's just because you are not following the policy and procedures of the organization. And if, if, if their commissioner deems it fit that they will be prostituted, why do you think that if we go against the manuscript of the Bible, God has no room to prosecute us? You think you are doing something new? We are not doing something new. We are doing something that the Lord himself has already originated. Amen. Now, I want us to realize that we should not be deceived. And, and, and I'll read a small passage here that uh, um, David was, was making reference to the policies and procedures of God. Amen. And he called he calls the policies and procedures the precepts of the Holy of, of the Holy Father. And he said in Psalm 119, he said in um, um, 87. I'll read 87 quickly. He said that da, 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 he said, they almost wiped me from the earth. Now, are we, are we here on earth? If we are here on earth, and I'm talking about someone who also was living here on earth, and his name is David. And he said that they, they almost wiped me from the, from the earth. But I have not forsaken your precepts. He said, preserve my life according to your love, and I will obey the statutes of your mouth. Who is he talking about? He's talking about God. He said that God, you have statutes, you have precepts, you have policies and procedures. I have a friend who is always talking about the policies and procedures. Policies and procedures. They are not following the policies and procedures. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And if you are not following the policies and procedures, you have to be this. But what he's saying there, right, is that I want to follow the policies and procedures of God. And he said, God, I want to wipe me away because I am following the policies and procedures as you have laid out for me. But they, all, they, they wanted me. Why do they want me? Because I'm following your precepts. And he said something in it. He said, if, if your law had not been my delight, if your policies and procedures had not been my delight, if those had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. Amen. Now, what was his delight? Is the precepts, which is the policies and procedures of the Lord. And the policies and procedures is the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Amen. And I'm talking about the word of God as a resource that has been given unto us humans to follow every day, every night, day in and day out. And if those precepts becomes your policy and procedures, you will realize that nobody will dismiss you from work. Same way, if nobody dismisses you from work, then God will not dismiss you from his presence. And if God is not dismissing you from his presence, then you can see what you have as a resource in your hand. Amen. So I will never forget your precepts. For by them, you have preserved my life. How, how do you stay in your job if you don't follow the policies and procedures? How, how, how do you stay in school if you don't follow the policies and procedures? How do you remain in a particular confine that rewards you for one reason or the other that you attend to almost every now and then, right? Without the policies and procedures. If you go on the bus, you have your policies and procedures. You know, you cannot put your leg on the, on the bus because you have to respect that, the fact that others will also sit on it. 
There are corporate policies and procedures everywhere you go in life, one way or the other. And the same way God originated the policies and procedures, David is saying that my delight is in the law of the Lord. Amen. And Joshua said in one, Joshua he said that your word in itself, you were saying that talking about the same word, amen. Amen. And he described that, that precept as one thing that will give him a good success. And following that out from there, David is also talking about the same word, amen. I will move from the Old Testament into the New Testament and I'm talking about the same word, amen. I want you to realize in the Old Testament that David has his delight in the word of the Lord, amen. Now, what if I said that he said again in, in, in 96, 119, he said that to all perfection I see and live it. I like that one. In all perfection. We have it on there. Say, keep this. No, no, no. That's Joshua 1 8. Right? But let's, 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 119, Psalm 119, verse um, 96. And he says that. Listen to this carefully. To all perfection, I see a limit. Wow. Wow. To all perfection, I see a limit. Now, if we see perfection to be perfection, and I was looking at the word perfection in itself, perfection itself has no limits. It has no other room for improvement. Perfection is the end of all. But why he's saying that even in the life of, the, of, of perfection, now, the perfection in the perfection of the realm of humans, where humans know that we have hit this and that has become a standard, and beyond this standard, there will be nothing else. Yet, you will see the limit. How? I'm like, how? How can you see a limit? How? 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 But listen to what he's saying there. He said, to all perfection, I see a limit, but your commands, your commands, your commands are boundless. Amen. And I was wondering if I'm reading the Bible. Amen. Church, you know what? For the, for, the, for the countless books I have read, all economic theories, all, the apostates, I don't know if you've heard of it before, do the economics? No? Who has that economics? Who? Do you know how you got economics? Who has? Who has? Who has that economics? You. <laughs> so, so of course, you, you, if we say postulates, you know what they are? assumptions. If conditional, if conditional, if conditional, and and, and David is saying that. Even for the perfections that I have seen, what the East had defined, what our own theories had defined, I clearly see there are limits on there. There are limits in there. There are limits around. That means it's not even sufficing one way or the other. But one thing that I have seen, I have seen, is the command. This is the word of God. And that command of the word of God is boundless. And yeah, that I can identify it. If all things being equal. If humans would behave in a certain way, then supply will also behave in a certain way. However, if humans doesn't behave in a certain way, then supply will also not behave in a certain way, one way or the other. Amen. If the Europeans don't grow their fruits, if the Europeans don't grow their fruits, 
the UK, you wouldn't also get your fruits and your shells will not be stacked with the fruits you want if in reality, real, who is your God? Great Britain, who is your God? Humans, where is your God? Who is your God? That's what you need to answer. And in the perfection of humans, this country, we have clear policies and procedures. And when we are doing the Brexit, they said that, oh, we have enough money and we will not go through the shortage of food one way or the other. But this small, small weather condition, this small weather condition, that is creating what we call a shortage. And the shortage is clearly being seen on the shelves of Great Britain. It's happening. Why? Because Morocco is not growing as much as Morocco needs to grow. And the conditional clause is that because Morocco too had a severe weather problem, that's why they are not able to grow it the way they need to grow it. So the if, and David is saying that in the precepts, there are boundaries. But in the perfection of men, there are limits. And I'm showing you where the limits really lie. Open your eyes. You see that the God we talk about indeed is a God. We need to know that God is God. We need to realize God is God. And the, and, and, and the attitude we put towards the things of God should change with us humans if we truly realize, truly, if we realize that God is indeed God. Amen. For the things we follow today, yes, you follow them. But they have limits. Amen. I said, for the things we follow today, yes, you can follow them. Oh, they can lie our pockets today or tomorrow. But there are limits. Because in the perfection, there are limits. And the clearly stated that, but your commands are boundless. Your commands, your commands, your commands, your commands are the word of God. In the presence of men, yet we demonstrate. Yet the doctors are crying from opening. Amen. The junior doctors want to demonstrate. They want to go on demonstration. In the presence of men. Amen. However, the government is saying that well, their starting salary is also good. And they are, they are quoting their starting salary depending or based on the GDP of the country. And they are saying that if we give them more money, then we, we, we will go through what we call inflation. Is it true? Yes, economically it's true. I can tell you because we studied those subjects. We know. That if you put more money in the hands of people, it causes what we call inflation. If it brings inflation, right, it becomes very difficult to control. When it becomes very difficult to control, then your purchasing power will be reduced every now and then. And what government needs to do is to continue giving you money all the time. And the longer they give you, as long as they keep giving you money, inflation also rises. And that creates problems in the country. And your, uh, your, your, what you call it, your, your, um, your borrowings and things will, will go haywire. And as you know, your, your, your country is full of, of credit and credit and credit here and there. And that's the presence of men. That we will live through those kind of schemes and those kind of manip manipulations of the credits, right? One way or the other. And that's how we are going to live. And when you go on credit, credit means you borrowed money from somebody one way or the other. You have to go and pay with interest. So if Bank of England raises the interest rate, then the borrowing, the, the, the cost of borrowing will also go up. That means you are going to pay much more money to them too, as well, to the borrow. These are the presence of men. And they've been saying that with all these things, the scheme that they designed to make us live, yes, I see, I see, I see limits in there. Are we comfortable today? No, because we are always crying. Oh, wow, this is going up. If we go on the news, this is going up, this is going up. When the young lady came, she did something, everything changed, the cost of the other. I'm talking about the presence of men. But by their doctrine, they were saying that what we are doing is going to save us, it's going to bring economic growth. But yes, we are seeing limits in there. And I'm talking about the word of God. I am talking about the word of God. I'm saying the word of God has no limits. It is boundless. It is boundless. I sat in classroom with the teachers all the time. They teach the person in the condition that if and always 
in boldness. Amen. We are learning something. We are learning. The corrupt of the wisdom. Amen. And sometimes when we talk about the corrupt of the wisdom, it seems like, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> if you talk about the commands of God, you realize it's something. That is boundless. Amen. Amen. In, 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 in um, 97, he said, Oh, how I love your law. How I meditate on it all day long. So your commands make me. <laughs> oh dear. Your commands make me. I want to see what this one says. It's the same. NIV. So your commands make me. Your commands always. This one says always. It's my also saying always. So your, 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 your commands make me. But the NIV is saying that your commands, all, your, your, your commands are always with me. And it makes me. You see, that all, the reason why I like them always. Always is, 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 is timeless. <laughs> Do you understand that? Always is timeless. It's not time bound. So David is making a clear distinction between what has a limit and he describes what even has a limit within the human range and the human domains as perfection. Because he could not see the differences between them. He himself comes up with so many statues and laws to govern and yet he sees that there are limitations. Who are you man to think you are bigger than the Bible? To think that you can govern men and you can govern men to the extent of perfection that will reign, that will bring them the kind of peace they need. And men should realize that men cannot rule their lives to the extent of the perfection that they think or, or perhaps they might want to think. That will bring them to the level of perfection that God will bring them. Because God's commands are boundless. Amen. And if you are wise, you need to realize. Amen. I'll read out last week. Say, your commands are always with me and, and, and make me wiser than my enemies. I want you to realize that if you want to be wise, if you think you are wise, then you should clearly know that the only way you can be wise, or if you, if, if you think you want to be wise, or if you want to be wise, if you want to know that you are wise, then you should know that you are giving yourself to the commands of the Father. It is the commands of the Father that stands. Apart from the commands of the Father, every other thing is just a matter of time. It will crumble under your feet. Amen. I know. As much as you know. That we need. To live. Amen. But I will end with this. Ninety-six. Said, to all perfection. I see a limit. And sometimes when God opens your eye, if I, know, if I mean God opens your eye, it's not only like God opening your eyes to see in the heavenly realms, but then God opening your eyes to see the things around you. We have Sunak who is running up and down. Running up and down. Sunak is running up and down. You know why Sunak is running up and down? On still on the Brexit, the Brexit is still not finished. 
It's only up and down. It's only up and down to pull strings to make sure that you have a finalization of the Brexit. That would mean that there will be a, a, a frictionless border or what they say in, 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 the, in the North Sea. Amen. And he's running up and out to make sure that there will be a kind of trade that would exist between the United Kingdom and the European Union. The European Union is also saying that we also have our laws. And Britain, you have to conform to our laws if you don't, if you don't, if you... And, and, and that alone has created a kind of conflict that men are running away from power sharing. And because they are running away from power sharing, people are also taking the law into their own hands and doing one thing or the other and guiding other people down. And I'm talking about the, the, the priests of men and, and, and the laws and the policies and procedures of men that are fallible in terms of the extent of their own perfections. So who are you following? And what are you following? Amen. So very soon, Sinak will come to Parliament again. And come and tell them whether the Brexit is finalized. And that's after how many years ago, and it's still going on. Church, I'm talking about a word. He said, My word is secured, tested, tried, and proved, and would not need a European Union to agree with the word of God before the word of God becomes the word of God. So I'm telling us that the word of God is extremely powerful than any other policy and procedure that you will go through anywhere here on earth. Anything else that God is you. The word of God is powerful. It's actually much more powerful than any other thing. Because David has seen it. And he knows it. And God said, this is God. It's a guy after my heart. That means he sees the actual burning desire of the living God through the word of God. I can tell you the word of God is boundless. Amen. Amen. So I said, oh, how I love your law. And I meditate on it all day long. So your commands make me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever with me. Amen. I want to leave this with us and say that we want the, the command of the Lord to be with us. Amen. And I want us to be, to be fully assured that the command of the, law, of, of the Lord Amen, is so powerful. Next week we'll try and reveal how powerful the command of the Lord is. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today, O God. And we believe and know, my Lord, my Master, O God, it's your word that you are spoken, O Father. We know that now, O Lord, my Master, O God, that even the, our perfection, even as humans, no matter what we do, O Father, O God, we we'll still have limits, my Lord, my master, because we can clearly see that it cannot really satisfy us to the extent to which we will still want to Father. What else can do that, O Father, O God? And clearly we can see, O Father, O God, and your command, O Father, O God, are boundless. That means for them, O Father, O God, they cover even beyond the presence of men, O Lord. And we pray, O Father, O God, open our eyes, O Lord, and my master, O God, that we will see. O Father, O Father, open our spirits, O Father, O God. The eye of the spirit, my Lord, my master, O God, should be open, O Father, to see your commands, O Lord, and boundless, O Father. That we will see and know, O Father of God, if we want to be wise, O Father of God, and need to be wise. The only thing that will make us wiser, O Father of God, is your word. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. That you are called us, O Father of God, this. To know that we have been called. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.